welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Build Different Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Axby, joined by my co-host. We got Wolfie, we got Ricky, we got Not So White Chris. And honestly, guys, this is episode number three. High and Inside. Episode number three of High and Inside. Well, let's go. It's been a blast so far. We got a good show for you today. So, Chris, why don't you kick us off with your top take right now? First thing I'm going to say is, yo, peep the first episode. Link is right here. I called the Guardians being legit. Cal, Q-Trill. Straight Trill. Q-Trill. Heat it up. Jose Ramirez, two home runs today. 7-0, blank to play Padres. Here we go. Check busy. it out. Q-Trill, I love Ow. that. Ow. Wolfie, what's up, man? Yo, what's going on? Wolfie here. Hot take of the day. Julio, 2020. 20 home runs, 20 steals. Bobby Witt, three behind him. 17 home runs, 24 stolen bases already. Yo, we got some hot rookies coming in. Everybody's talking about the Braves wow. rookies. We've already had some guys in the league that are about to crush the home run records for uh, rookies mm-hmm. if they were playing a full season. But you know what? Twenty for like missing a couple months and twenty stolen bases already. Get ready, get ready for that forty forty season there, uh, Ricky. So I mean, I'm gonna pass it off to you for your hot take of the day. Yeah, you just kind of, kind of rolled everyone right into mine. Like, yeah, I, I was just asking them the other day. Y'all wouldn't know because this was off camera. We was just talking amongst each other's fellas, and I wanted to know if we was ever, ever gonna see another forty forty guy again, like. Because the two, uh, you know, you just mentioned Bobby and Julio. You know, do they have Julio on my power? You know what I mean? I don't know. And then my other, you know, thing that's on my mind is, you know, I seen something on uh, MLB Network talking about the Braves rookie class. So they the best ever. And I'm like, eh, I might want to hit a pause on that. Because I think there's a few off the top of my head that, uh, I might, I might have to spill out later on, but yeah, that that's what that's what's burning up inside me right now. Those, those two things. <laughs> yeah, man. Tommy, what up? What's on your mind, <laughs> man? I mean, I wanna. First off, I wanna say that the the Texas Rangers, I I think they're definitely gonna be a team that we're gonna have to watch out for. Not this season, because obviously I think they're a little too far behind this season. Maybe when I'm old. Um, unless they go on some magical run but they're a pretty good team so they're they're 10 games under 500 i don't think a lot of us expected them to be that i think a lot of us expected them to be the worst one of the worst teams in the league for sure um but if you look i mean their 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 team overall with you know john gray leading the rotation with a resurgent martin perez and you know all the other pitching that they got they got Jonah Heim, who's, you know, playing as expected. Yo, Corey really? Seager and Marcus Semien, you know, they're always there. Uh, they, they got a good little team. Um, they got another free agency coming up. They got prospects coming up like Jack Leiter and, you know, Josh Jung and Kumar Rocker, who they just drafted. And, I think they and Owen White. Spencer they got... Howard, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spencer Howard. Yeah. He's very <laughs> underrated. 
Yo, he's, yeah, he's something. He's a diamond in MLB. Yo, how many times? How many times this year have you pitched to get? Have you bet against the Rangers because Spencer Howard is on the mound, Zaxby? Every time. I bet it. I bet on him Every one time. game, and he let me down, and it was a very short leash, and I did not want to bet for him. Ever. Well, like I said, he's a diamond in MLB. The show, you know, he's got some potential. Ain't he a former <laughs> yeah. uh, Philly? This is why I, uh, I, uh, something something <laughs> That's reeks. That's why you bet of, against him. Yeah, something reeks of um, <laughs> uh, division rival hate here. I'm like, yo, there's some past history here. We, we gotta go through but the yeah, search. I mean, engine. I don't know. I think they've built another good one. I think they were smart with their trades. Um, they obviously saw that with this last little rebuild that they did before the current one, that it wasn't working. I think they made the right trades. I think it was. It was led by Gallo and uh, Nomar Mazzara and a mm. uh, failed Drixen, uh, Drixen Profar and everybody and else that they had. Elvis for Chris Davis. Yeah, but that was Andrews a monster. Was <laughs> that was a I feel monster. Like, I feel trade. like Elvis Andrews has played in this league for a good, like, 25 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yo, he... He's, he's, like, still, he's still playing now with the White Sox. He's like the Patty Mills of baseball, but never mind. I, I, I don't. He's on the White Sox. I thought he was on the Athletics. No, he got dropped. He got dropped. DFA. They DFA him, and like three days later, the White Sox. Yeah. Dude, happened. I actually think it happened since our last episode. Yeah, because Chris Tim Anderson's had such an awful, weird year. They 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 they, they needed a uh, stopgap, I guess. Yep. Even though the White Sox are a goddamn mess. And they need to fire La Russa, like, tomorrow. Nonetheless. Two years ago. <laughs> Two years and As he sips drink, by the way. <laughs> like, hey, it's water. It's water. <laughs> Two years ago. Oh, man. I ain't um, La Russa. <laughs> <laughs> what, yo, I have another question, but that, that, it, we can answer this one quick. What's going on with Oakland? <laughs> Do they even care? Anyway, let's get right into it, y'all. They don't care. I answer for you. Yo. They don't care. <laughs> Dude, right they don't it. care. All the shade. All the shade. <laughs> Ricky was just like, let me just shit on the Oakland A's. Like, if they don't care, if they don't I, care, I don't why the fuck should I? If, why should I, we? I thought you would be ha- no. honestly. I thought you'd be happier coming into the show because the Yankees just beat the Mets two games in a row. Like, but you oh, came nah. in all grumpy at the at dude. The we're not even like what ten minutes in. You had to say something like that. Like, really? Nah, <laughs> that, actually, Ricky was like, you know what? Guys? Right that That's wolf. the take already. You know like, yo, like, all right, like, all right, all right. Yeah. Let me get my. I got hat. this for good reason. <laughs> if this, if I got to put this on my head, look, every every. Every uh, black uh, grandson, granddaughter knows what these what these mean. If if she gotta come outside with the bonnet, uh, I'm gonna have to start cuss, cussing y'all out you know, over my yanks. So once I put that shit on, you know it's it's on. Uh-oh. Just fair I mean, warning. The thing is though, <laughs> the Mets the Mets are now only what I think a game and a half ahead of the Braves. You Ooh. have the Phillies. Coming only a few games behind that, you have Bryce Harper coming back, and you have Stanton come back for the Yankees. So I gotta ask, who's gonna be more impactful, Bryce Harper or Stanton? All right. Well, 
I mean, if you're going to ask that question, I'm going to be the first one to respond to it. It's our division. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm saying Stan. And let's say this. Harper was actually there before the Phillies, you know, had that spiral where they fired Girardi and all that. They're playing good baseball. They don't need another hitter. They need bullpen help. They need pitching help. The Mets actually beat their top pitchers with Nola and Wheeler going. So if a team actually needs help, it's the Yankees. If the Yankees had Stanton, let's break this down. I know their whole lineup, Boone's like basically throwing dice on the table, and it's like that's how our lineup's going to be for the day. If you have Benintendi, and then by the way, I'm not even saying that's wrong. I'm just saying like let's bring back guys like Stanton. If you can have Benintendi, Judge, you know, either a Rizzo-Stanton combo, that gives a lot more protection for Judge. So a team like the Yankees that have been kind of been like, I don't want to say a spiral, they just hit their first slump this season. They're about to win 100 games regardless, especially in a division that's actually strong. That oh, has they the better. Orioles, uh, they Tampa, better. Toronto. <laughs> Even your Red Sox, before you're saying your Red Sox are down and out, you guys are only, like, single digits out of the third wild card. Thank God we have one. But Stanton being in that lineup gives judge protection, and he also gives that pop. Plus, he doesn't have to play the field now that you have Benintendi. I mean, I don't want Hicks out there, but if you have Benintendi, Hicks, and Judge, Stanton, straight up DH, it's 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 pretty good. So, you know what? I'm going to say Stanton's probably the guy... Harper, he does help. I mean, saying Harper doesn't help in a lineup is straight up facts. Is like, it's it, it's it's uh, it's it's bullshit. So if if you have Harper in the lineup, it does help. But Stanton gives more to that lineup. They already have Schwarber, Castellanos, Bohm steps up. So I think Stanton helps more than having Harper in the lineup. Harper is a better uh, player defensively, offensively. He adds more potential. But to actually help what a team needs right now, I would say Stan. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is NL East Hate. Brought to you by Woofie. Fresh out right the here. oven. I'm yeah, right here. man. Ain't no way in hell. Look, you trust the Phillies on it? I don't trust Nick Castellanos. Not this year. I don't know what happened to that man. I saw him on, I opened my fridge. He's on my milk carton. That man has not, I have not seen that man all year. And it's I would say I trust him. No, 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 no. I don't trust Kyle Swarbrick either. Like, he gets on those little, he'll hit five home runs in one week, and everyone's like, ooh, look at this little fire hydrant, Yo, man. Put some, put some respect on that man's name. I'll put respect on his name when he's really? doing that. You see that stat since 2018? He has, like, the top five name. home runs in the NL since then. What, as far as distance? No, just overall, he has like 150. Yo, Kyle Schwarber whips it out, and all the ladies look. <laughs> oh my God, the ladies. And I don't even want him saying because he's always against my teams. He's on the Cubs. He's on the Phillies. But dude, he actually has like what is it? I think it was like 156 something around there since 2018. He needs to make yeah. contact. Like I'd be asking for the man to just hit 240, 230. It's just too many. It's too many holes in that lineup. Nothing about the Phillies feels trustworthy. And as much as I don't trust the Yankee lineup outside of Judge, I could at least look at a DJ LeMahieu. Um, Gleyber Torres kills lefties. Um, Rizzo has postseason experience. I could, I could squeeze something out of that lineup. I'm, I have said on 
both the both the prior episodes, my concern is starting pitching with us. Um, I'm not worried about the hitting. My my thing is if Stanton come back, what Stanton we getting? Because he's in the midst of his career worst all across the board. I'm like, you getting Harper back, and you you hear what he's doing already. Well, he won MVP last year. They're getting their MVP back, well, and do- they managed to stay in the race. I'm like, that got to be the more impactful move, man. That, well, the thing is, like you be. just said, they're, they're bringing the MVP back, but if you bring Stanton back, you're bringing a bat back. What pitching are you bringing back? It's almost September. You don't have a trade deadline coming up. You don't have a guy that you're bringing up. The guys that you're talking about are Volpe and Peraza, and you're probably not bringing them up. So the only thing you could do right now is add a bat. So since your pitching isn't doing well, like, don't get me wrong, that sucks. We need guys to step up. But if they're not stepping up, the only thing you can do is hope guys like Edmund and Stanton can come back. Like Philly, I hope like Harrison Bader can pitch. <laughs> Dude, I... fucking Dude, yeah. he's your new guy. <laughs> Did you hear? He's your new uh, yeah, Montgomery. Yeah. They actually hope... just got him for the rotation. Yeah. I hope he has a fucking cutter. Oh, oh don't even get us started on Montgomery. Oh my gosh, jeez. Before before I go, Chris, what is, what is your take on the, on your own question? I mean, I'm not going to disagree with Ricky because that's just stupid. Ricky, you know, he laid it out perfectly. Bryce Harper is definitely MVP. But I think, honestly, the Yankees need Stan to come back, and here's why. Judge always, and the rest Chris, of the Yankees. I always knew I liked you. <laughs> there's only one reason why, and, and <laughs> it kind of hurts me to say it because it's the Yankees. But I feel like if they want to prove that – this is going to be the first Yankees team in, you know, 20 years. Second, The second will be the second Yankees team to win in 20 years, right? The World Series, if they get there. Jeez. How many they need Stanton. They need Stanton. Hold up, hold up. They need Stanton in the lineup to be the Robin to judge. Because they Thank need. You. Aaron Judge needs Stanton to look up to him because he's. His role model. He's his big brother. And the rest of the Yankees are like Gotham City, right? So, you know, they're all they're all the regular citizens, right? They need their Batman and Robin. So I think, you know, Stan comes back. They're best buddies. My little brother's back. He continues on, maybe wins the MVP. He's the front runner. He's like minus seven fifty on the betting line. So if the Yankees wanna do it, this is the year, right? You gotta go. Are you fucking you for serious with that shit? <laughs> like, what? Let the Yankee fan come in. I'll sit back. What kind of first take Skip Bayless take was that? Like, no. What? <laughs> Batman and Rob? <laughs> no. What? Arkham? What? Nah, man. Listen. <laughs> like, what the hell does Batman Returns that? by Chris White? Like, nah, man. He, <laughs> looks, he looks up to him. Judge is not thinking about that man. Matt Harvey gonna, is not like, on the Mets, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a surprise stance here, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Bryce Harper. Now, the reason why? Oh, jeez. I'm gonna Let's, say Bryce the Harper. This guy goes Bryce Harper. Continue. <laughs> oh lord. The reason why I'm gonna go Bryce Harper is because. Yankees are going to do what they're going to do this postseason, I think, with or without Stanton. Stanton is a great playoff performer, but 
it, I, I think they're just going to do or not do. I, I don't think Stanton's really going to have have an effect on that. Yes. Unless, again, he has like a monstrous postseason, then whatever. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Bryce Harper. Ricky, I'm, I'm going to kind of come at you for your Kyle Schwarber take a little bit. I know he's hitting 220, 210, whatever he's hitting. However, at the same time, he's the leadoff hitter. And he has 30 home runs from the leadoff position. Which sucks. That alone, I don't care. I, I get it. Traditional baseball, you want a guy that, that can hit for average out, out of coming right out of first. But if you're getting Bryce Harper back, and I think most likely he's going to hit second like he was before, now Kyle Schwarber is going to get a little bit better pitches. So your leadoff hitter has the potential to hit a home run, and then you're just going to give the, the bat to Bryce Harper, right? So... The Phillies have a better team than you guys think as well. I, I don't know what has possessed me to sit here and defend the Phillies, but when you look at it... I don't know either. You tell us. Gene Segura been their best player, to be honest. If we're really they, have, they have Zach Wheeler, they Aaron Nola, and Noah Syndergaard as their one, two, three, and they have a fantastic Ranger Suarez out of their fourth, and Kyle Gibson, who can get it done when asked of him. He's been a mm-hmm. solid... Then you go, into, you go into their bullpen, and, it, and it's just full of guys. Like, I'll, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Sir I know Anthony he's hurt now. is no joke. There's a chance he comes back, but they got David Robertson now, Connor Brogdon, Jose Alvarado, Brad Hand can still get it done. I, I hate that guy, but I think he can still get it done. <laughs> and then and then their lineup. You're inserting Bryce Harper into a lineup that'll have, you know, Castellanos who needs something to get him going. Maybe it's Bryce Harper coming back. I hope so. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, Real Muto, Segura's having a good year, like you said. Bohm isn't a slouch. I think, you know, they're going to be a dark horse. They have the potential to beat a team in front of them that's not really going to be taking them too seriously. Because when we look at it, and we look at everybody, I think it's going to be a dogfight between the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Cardinals obviously always have a chance. No one's looking at the Phillies. This is going to be the perfect opportunity for the Phillies to just come up, give the uppercut um, that that they'll need to give, and... Yeah. I just think it's a waste... And and we're talking about Bryce Harper, last year's MVP. Returning to a lineup that... A lineup that is keeping them in the playoffs. Well, real quick on Swarber. I just think it's a waste of a resource when you got a guy that can go deep and he's leading off. I just would like to see that guy hitting a little further down that way he but can that's maybe the thing. drive exactly in and run Exactly like you said, but exactly like you said about Kyle Schwarber and how streaky he is, one hot streak out of that number one spot, and that could be one playoff games. No, dude, the problem is look at it like right now. They don't have Harper, I guess. He's capable. That. But but look at what the Braves just did to the Mets. Look what the Yankees just did to the Mets. Ricky already knows about that. And then you had the Phillies right smack in between. I heard. And they didn't do anything against the Mets. They won one measly game, which was a doubleheader against basically like our backup backup guy. Like the Phillies are, I don't want to say trash, but like even when they add Bryce Harper to that lineup, like, what, one more bat? You guys had Wheeler and Nola pitching, and you couldn't win. It's not about adding Bryce Harper. It's just that their team just isn't built to win. The Yankees have won already. The Phillies haven't won. That's why I'm saying Chris agrees. Adding Stanton to a lineup that has won already, and they've proven it, to a team that basically had to fire a manager to just light a fire under their tuchuses, 
But how like, how can you say Stan, but how can you say Stanton added to a team that's that's winning already when the Phillies have won all what year is without Stanton Bryce Harper? Adding last time I seen him, I think he was getting golden sombreros. And like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say, say this. You're gonna have. You had Mets. to bring up. I'm not gonna use the Mets as a scapegoat in this conversation because the Mets are a really good team that's running into to. A, you know, they're just losing to other good teams. Yeah. I think. Um. I think you're underestimating um, Nola too. Like he was in in some people's category as as a top five Cy Young candidate this year. No, he's he, great. He is. I'm just he saying is. against he the is. Mets. Actually, him and Wheeler against the Mets have terrible career stats. So that's probably another factor. But I'm just saying, like, Stanton going into a lineup that's just underperforming what they were doing months ago, I think helps. A team that's already doing well, adding in another player. The Phillies are actually, like, and I'm not hating them. They're doing well already. But you're talking about helping a team more. They Like, that helps them. But does it help a team like the Yankees more adding Stanton? I, I don't know. I... I don't. Harper's a great I think, player. I think, I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying they're already doing well without Harper. The Yankees. I think uh, they kind of need Stanton. I think I'm going to switch now. I think I'm going to go with Harper, and he, the reason why is because, you know, just what Saxby said all year, they've pretty much gotten by without Harper. Yeah, they're ten games behind the the Braves, ten games, eleven games behind the Mets. They're well behind the yeah, Dodgers. But if they get hot right here, they could just sneak by, beat the Dodgers, and then, you know. Real quick, (laughs) whose floor do you trust more? Harper's or Stanton's? Whose ceiling is higher? I mean, after seeing Harper Harper last night. I'm not even saying who's a better player. Like, I I trust Harper more. Like, Harper's a better player. Yeah, I'm just, I'm saying, just saying like adding that... the player in that they need right now. Like I'm not saying you know Stan's gonna come mean. back and hit five home runs a game. Like you're right, he might strike out. I four. see what you mean. But like Phillies are doing good without him, dude. Since they fired Girardi, they're like what like in their forties and twenties or something like that. Like right, and now you're adding Bryce. No, I know, Harper, and that's a powerhouse. But that. like, dude, adding Stan that for Oswaldo Cabrera. Like, I need to dude, see and the I schedule. want him to do well, but it that changes their team. They lost Carpenter, some, Rizzo was hurt at one point. Stanton's hurt. Adding Stanton back to that team changes. Philly's that been lineup. beating up on bad teams. What exact what what exactly does it change more than what Bryce Harper would change for the Phillies? Now I'm gonna present this to you just real quick, like what Harper. Like, Harper is going to provide better pitches to Schwarber, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Better pitches to Castellano. He, he's going to provide better pitches for the whole lineup. And just his presence alone, his, his eye for the ball, I know he's still striking out a lot, but he still gets his fair share of walks. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I think that adding that to a team that's already winning as compared to, to Stanton, which I'll, I'll, I'll wait to, to hear what he's going to add to the lineup. Because what, well, what is he going to add? Some more fucking strikeouts? I mean, like, I, I love Stanton, but I just, like, I can't see him being that big of a deal coming back from an Achilles injury this late in the season. Here's here's an interesting In the midst the, of his worst season at that. The, the Phillies will, we'll see if the Phillies are real or not. Mid-September, 9-16 through 9-25. So they got three games in Atlanta. Mm. Two games at home versus the Blue Jays, and then they play mm. Atlanta, Atlanta again for a four-game homestand. So a- yeah, after that, so dis- 
they they got the I mean between that they got the the Marlins they have the Nats twice they also have the Astros to end the season who might be resting people at that point but I mean if we're we'll, we'll see I mean he's coming right he's coming back right in time for that I mean he's come back next week they said this Thursday I think they said yeah and he's gonna that. he's gonna have time to ramp up before the playoffs yeah. I don't think but Houston then, gonna take their foot off the pedal. By the way, I think they see that the Yankees are kind of bleeding out a little bit, and that they, I think they want to go for a home field advantage. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think I mean, they're gonna go for it. I mean, the way that things are going, they're they're kind of like they might have time. They might have games at the end to still rest and do that. Hmm. But I mean, I I just Wolfie, and I, I didn't I didn't mean to like you know come at you that hard over the Giancarlo Stanton <laughs> thing. I just think like Stanton's not he's not gonna get Aaron Judge better pitches, no matter what Aaron Judge is gonna be like. He they're honestly, I think it's gonna turn into a situation where they just avoid like teams are gonna avoid him altogether. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, like Barry Bonds. Yeah, is that Aaron, is that where Aaron Judge goes next year, San Francisco? Yeah, Jeff Kent didn't get walked. They were pitching to him. They didn't give a fuck. One what team he was lost, doing guys. Too. One they team's still... doing better without him. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, it. Harper is a better player. He's going to help the team more overall when it comes to stats and, and what he could do. But the team's good without him. Like, Stanton, while he has had bad days, you had to bring up guys that are hitting, like, 140. Like... Adding oh, Stanton gosh, to yeah. the lineup is a better addition than Harper overall when it comes to needing them to win right now. Like, one team could go without. Actually, if Harper didn't come back all year, Phillies are still going to make the playoffs. Guaranteed. But are they going to win any games? I mean, are the Yankees going to win any games? Yes. Against who? Without, without Stanton. I think it's a matchup. I mean, the first round, yes. But are they going to beat Houston? No, I mean, is Stanton going to help? Yes. Are the Phillies going to beat the Mets with Harper? No. Uh, you know what? The Astros are just going to pitch their righties against uh, the Yankees, and Stanton's almost irrelevant. Yeah, you know, in a roundabout way, the Yankees and the Phillies are in the same position. And I'm just saying sense. one's better suited with that player. One's already proven they can win without that player. The Yankees lost Stanton and other guys. They started losing. Harper was already a DH because he couldn't feel because of his injury before he really got injured, and they already started winning it without him. So mm-hmm. adding that back is going to boost them. One team actually needs the other. I wonder what was the Phillies' Not schedule on this run. They probably beat up on some bottom feeders. Well, I they're got in the NL East. They get to face the Marlins and the Nationals and the Mets. No, I'm kidding. They, had, um, they must but, have played a ton of NL Central, too. But I, I got a question, though, um, kind of since we're kind of talking about Aaron Judge, kind of not. And we're going to start with you, Chris. Let, let's, say, let's say Aaron Judge has a fantastic rest of the year, ends up historic. I don't know, whatever you're going to label as historic in your mind, whatever stat line comes to mind, he gets that. And Jacob deGrom, random, random bringing him up, I know. Uh, but Jacob DeGrom, let's say he stays healthy for the rest of the year, goes in the postseason, and has some good performances for the Mets. So between those two, who would you sign in the offseason? And I don't, I don't want to have that argument where it's like, oh, well, this team would need different things. It's a good team. Just think, just think of a good team needing one more piece to, to take them to, to the next level. I mean... 
I would definitely pick Aaron Judge. He's he's going to be the MVP this year, you guys say, right? So why not pick him? And I think, uh, you know, you add him to – I know you said not to pick a team, but, you know, how great would it be to see the Red Sox finally take a Yankee? But, I mean, that, we're never going to see that because the Yankees are going to resign Judge. Like, we, it's – at this point, like, it's going to happen. Like, he might go to the Giants, but I think – I mean, it's it's hard to say because all it's it really depends on what the team needs. But I think if Jacob Degrom, that the only question mark he's had is is his health. But then Judge, I mean, Judge is kind of in the same boat. Like everyone's like, can he stay healthy? You know, he's risking all himself this year. So I guess I mean, it really. I feel like you would just go for both of them and just be happy if you got one of them. That would be what I would say. Chris, I'll give you I'll give you a little addition to that. Let's say both of them are healthy, hundred percent healthy. Let's go with that, hundred percent healthy. Well, Wolf, what's your answer then? Well, I was gonna say because with that take, because we're hoping if someone signs a big contract, they're gonna be hundred percent healthy. So you gotta look. No, at I get. Very... I mean, I get they're both healthy, but like. No, no, no. If and that's you, not like I'm saying. If you're I'm the, saying, if, if you're, you're the Braves, like. Do you sign Judge yeah, I mean, if you're the Braves, or do you sign DeGrom if you're the Braves right now? If I'm the Braves, all I need is really is Jacob a healthy, DeGrom. A healthy, like, 100% gonna... all-season healthy. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Braves, I'm picking DeGrom. But if I'm the Giants, I might I would probably go for Judge over DeGrom. I mean, I would probably go for both of them if I was the Giants. But, but I mean, if you're the Mariners, team... if this is but where I'm the conversation the... gets weird. Because if you're the Mariners, you know, maybe you, you would but... imagine seeing Judge with Julio. They would be like... Papa Judge, you know, I don't know. It's like instead of Papa John's, like Papa Judge, back to back home runs. <laughs> J and J home runs. <laughs> Papa Judge, Judge Papa delivers. Like I don't know, Judge. <laughs> but like I mean, I mean, but the same sense. Aaron like, if you're the Mariners, if you're the Mariners again, if you're the Mariners, like if I'm the Mariners, I would go for both of them. Why would you not want to go for both of them if they're not healthy? So I think it's it's really hard to say, you know, without having a roster in front of you, maybe, you know, I, I don't know who I, I would probably just All right, go for so both you're, both healthy. You're 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 the GM of a team, an unnamed team that has three solid starting pitchers and a solid lineup. Well, you're the Mariners. Well then I'm sounding judge. The Mariners the are actually a perfect example. Well, who would you sign? DeGrom or Judge? I'm signing Judge. Mitch yeah, Hannigan is a judge. free agent. Uh, uh, actually, Dip. you know what? I'll give you... Well, and he said it too. What would I'm you signing DeGrom Braves? if I'm the Mariners. I'm going for both. I'm, I'm trying a way to do it. Like, <laughs> that, that's, I want to protect Julio games, in the like, like, it's the perfect picture. Like, the All-Star Games next year. Like, in, in Seattle. Like, Julio needs more protection perfect year to make a run. in that lineup. You get Aaron Judge, and then you you go to war with them. They got enough pitching. They got a they got enough bullpen. Uh, they, the the Mariners need uh, unless Mitch Hanniger gets resigned, but there's no guarantee with that. And if you have a chance to get Judge over Hanniger, you do that. So yeah, I think they uh they would elect to do that. But um, did we did we forget about Ty France's existence? He's a f- first baseman. He's an infielder. 
Yeah, but you're, if you if you want to talk about Julio Rodriguez protection, like it's been working uh, all year. For him. Man, he's a security guard. I'm talking about a freaking <laughs> uh, Navy SEAL, man. I oh, mean, he he's got a taser. He's got like a uh, yeah. He got a yeah. He got a flashlight. <laughs> like you know what I mean? He got a little. Yeah, he got pepper. Little pepper. <laughs> he got a little pepper spray on him. You know what I'm saying? I got an idea. Yeah, like the mild grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he right. Yeah, I no, didn't. Say, I, I mean, didn't say. Oh my god, I didn't say top friends sucked. I said he's just. He ain't that kind of protection. He ain't, he ain't that. No, you know what it is? Getting, I see it like a team. Dude, I see it like a team though with like the Padres coming off MVP. I see it like a team though with like the Padres or the Braves, even the Cardinals. To be honest, the Cardinals are a perfect example. If you had DeGrom to those teams, you're, like, winning a game every time. Imagine if DeGrom was a Cardinal with Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt leading that charge. Or even, I hate to say it because they're doing pretty shit against even, like, a team like the Nationals. But if you had DeGrom to the Padres, if you had DeGrom to the Braves, the Dodgers, the Seattle Mariners, Houston, the Yankees... Those teams are going off. Don't get me wrong. Judge helps those teams. But right now, if you add DeGrom to those teams, even just DeGrom this year, not even the Cy Young years, you're talking about like a team that's going to damn near win it all. That's like adding... Scherzer went to the Dodgers, and that was like nutty. If you added DeGrom right now to the Dodgers, or imagine if DeGrom went to Houston and you had DeGrom and Verlander back-to-back. Like, you're... (laughs) They're not losing. The Grom going to the Dodgers is KD to the Warriors. I don't want to see that. Dude, like, wanna, I, and, and, and Judge I is great. I it. love Judge, but, like, Judge with Judge That's going to the, the Dodgers against with Mookie would be great. DeGrom to going to the Dodgers right now would be, like, it would be mind-blowing, bro. <laughs> what, so he could give his fucking 10 starts and shit the bed again like he always does? I mean, like... Dude, no, oh no, 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 he's going to do that. He's going to leave the Mets and not do that. That's what he's going to do. I mean, but here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's say the Mets win the World Series, right? <laughs> I like how he just says it like that. Here, the here, team that hasn't won in almost 40 here, years. Here goes, Let's just say the they trend. won the World here's, Series. If the, <laughs> like, I'm calling it out. If the Mets win the World Series... DeGrom gets re-signed to a crazy-ass deal, just like we saw with Chris Sale, just like we saw with Strasburg. Because oh, 100%. They won a title. Oh, and you know what happens crazier. after that? They get that's hurt a, That's not even like a, a crazy hypothetical. That's just the same bicycle. thing they haven't done in 40 years. Riding oh, no, nah, they ain't going to... No, actually, they're not going to do hurt. no dumb shit like that. They, they get hurt actually playing. And by the way, random, if uh, Trevor Bauer doesn't uh, do WWE during sex... Uh, you know, we pretty much get our DeGrom in L.A. Because he's pretty good. All right. I, uh, in, my, in my opinion, I if I'm to sign one of them, I'm going to be the hypocrite and say Jacob DeGrom. Because, oh, wow. I mean, when I look at it, if you slide Jacob DeGrom into... What I assume is going to happen is kind of what Max Scherzer is doing right now, kind of switching between teams and trying to keep the winning going. Mm-hmm. I think DeGrom's going to do the same thing, which is kind of why I looked at you, Wolfie, or Chris, I think whichever one said that he, he would get like a ridiculously big deal. 
I don't think so. I think he's going to go with like two or three year deals to close out his career because he's been on the Mets his whole career. If he's going to leave the Mets, which I think he will, um, to go to more comfortable rotations because this is the most comfortable rotation that he's been in, but who knows what's going to happen as we continue on. I think he is going to go to teams that have, you know, two, three guys that, that are like aces. And he just needs to slide right in and be the leader, and he'll be good. And I think if I'm going to sign a guy, it's going to be Jacob deGrom to lead that kind of rotation. Because Aaron Judge is good. I love Aaron Judge. But I'm more concerned about his health as an everyday player than I am as to Jacob deGrom, who is a pitcher, who easily, I, I just think, with a better medical plan, medical staff, whatever, I'll have the plan in my head because I'm the GM of this team. <laughs> I'll make sure Jacob DeGrom stays healthy. <laughs> well, if he's going to a team with two other aces, he ain't getting his ace money. That's out. Why not? Well, I, I don't I don't see who's going to pay him. Two, two years, 60 mil? Two years, 80 mil? I mean, still, I don't know. Three, three years, 100? Three years, you know? You know, that there's going to lead to another conversation that I'm going to say for episode four. Why the fuck is MLB owners so cheap? Because <laughs> they, these dudes are not doing it. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. I'm telling you, even two years. If DeGrom, I see him staying, honestly. I think he's staying with the Mets. I think him and Max. Yeah, overall, I think if he I if think he him and Max this, are like oh, this, good. man. I yeah, just, that's like. I don't see another team spending that money, and I can see him wanting that high AAV, especially like you said. I can see him going for yeah. a two- or three-year deal. But he's gonna want to maximize I don't, that deal. I don't see nobody out spending Steve Cohen. To Especially make that happen, well this year, oh, like overall. Now, yeah, if he gets real. hurt next week, God, I don't even want to that. That would be that. tragic. That would be a tragedy. Dude, I don't want to say that. Like, tragedy. Knock on wood. Like I don't even want to say it, but <laughs> I did it too. Ricky, help I did me knock out. On wood. Like, I, don't I just knocked on wood too. But, but yeah, like, let's dude, keep it rolling. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's gonna Chris. Be, that's uh, what? What what do you th- what kind of contract do you think Aaron Judge gets? And let's keep it let's keep let's keep in mind that he's thirty. MVP season. MVP. I don't know. I'm okay. think, <laughs> I think uh, he gets probably like eight years. He's a Yankee. Maybe I mean if he signs with the Yankees, he's he's gonna get a eight to ten year contract easily. Like they but the Yankees always keep their guys like. You don't see them doing ten. I see them. I see them doing eight to ten. After MVP year, he's selling so many jerseys. Like he's their guy. Like who's who else? Who else is the? Who else is like the Derek Jeter? Like who else has been that guy since he's retired? Like it's been Aaron Judge. You know he's he's the face of the Yankees. Like ten years. I'm saying eight years, maybe. They should. They should do like, if he wants it. But I just see them doing more, like like you said, like an eight maybe. I say eight years, three hundred mil. Yeah. Yep. No, no, eight years, three hundred mil. That'd be less than forty a year. No way he's doing that. He's gonna want eight, three forty. Well, what do you think he's gonna get? Forty. Uh, well, I'm saying because eight times forty is three twenty, so he's gonna want at least forty mil a year. So I'm talking, I would actually see, I see the Yankees really sticking to that seven-year 
but I actually do see them, like you said, because he's like the Derek Jeter of the Yankees, really wanting to keep him, and because they don't want to like kind of have that like Garrett Cole contract linger where they gave him a bunch of money and he's not performing like an ace, they're going to give the money to a guy that is performing like an MVP. So I could see them going, let's say, 42 mil a year for seven years, maybe even 42.5. He's going to want at least 40 mil a year for seven years. So, so. so you give him more than you gave than they gave Trout? Per AAV, yes. Yes. I, I yes, mean, to be honest. He's gonna. We win. all know if you're the. We all know if you're the Braves, you just let him go and you just sign four <laughs> players for that amount. But <laughs> now, if you were the Braves, I would say they would do that. If you're the Yankees, are you gonna be able to do that? Are you gonna be able to withstand? Not Braves like we can pay four four motherfuckers for for that. Hell <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> like no, we got you. some kids like <laughs> like forty Wild. miles away that's from the stadium four, playing like in a double A field that it could do that. Yo, I bet <laughs> you every time the Braves were like, "Ooh, got him!" Yeah, got him. Ooh. dumbass. Got him. No, dude, they walk. <laughs> yeah, you know when that coach oh like walks out of the stadium or the into the locker room and everybody's cheering up and down with them. That's like them when they get like guys to sign contracts for like twenty like mil a year for like ten years. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like... I was, I was telling you guys, uh, Mike Trout, four twenty six and a half million. You have Acuna, Albiaz, Riley, and Michael Harris, four nineteen. So you have seven mil left over. So would you? So if you're a franchise, would you rather have Mike Trout or those four players? Hell, the, the, an, the answer is in your question. Is there a team and I? <laughs> is there a what? Is there a team? Is there an, is there an I oh, in team? My, is that what they say? Oh my god! Oh, right? There's god. an M and an E. The damn sure is an M. I'm just e. not that big of a Mike Trout believer. I do not Yo, I love I Mike think. Trout. All I of us love, love Mike, Mike Trout, Trout, but like, but come I'm, on, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, my thing is, I like Mike Trout. I'm not. No, I mean, don't, don't consider me part of your clan, there, Wolfie. I'm a my <laughs> clan. Oh man. Yeah, I love Mike Trout. Woo. No, um, I mean, Mike Trout, Trout undoubtedly is our our generation's goat. Like this little time frame's best player, but I just. I don't believe in him like that. I'm sorry. I mean, no, I, I, I don't either. I got a lot of I get a lot of Peyton Manning from him. All time great. There's no I, discussion. But when it's like, I don't, I don't know. know. He 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 like early Peyton. Like where, where you going through a lot of you going through a lot of postseason. I get more the Eli, guy to be honest. <laughs> Who Mike like, Trout? Quiet than Peyton. <laughs> Oh, oh that, no, that might be personality I don't even wise. mean by, I mean, like, like, the skill level. Eli the skill is, level Eli of Peyton. Is clutch. The, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. The skill level you know of Peyton, the... Or better yet, James Harden. Mike Trout got you some James Harden You know what I was going to say, Ricky? I don't, I don't trust that man. That's a good one. I don't trust <laughs> that man. I just don't. Yeah, what's up, Chris? No, that's true. We were, we were talking about... Who's gonna? Who would be like the guy who gets the forty forty? Right. Think about Acuna last year. I'm looking at his stats now. He had 17 stolen bases. 
hit 24 home runs in 82 games played last year. If there's a guy who can get 40-40 in his prime, like, I mean, yo, we love to see a healthy Acuna, though. I would love to see that. And I would definitely, yeah. I mean, let's, I, I try it's great, but, like, I'm taking the four players all day. That's the question, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially, I'm gonna... he was... He was he was being he was in the MVP candidacy before you got hurt. You know he was playing. Oh yeah, very and I, well. I'm, I might I might have the hot take of the day. I'm putting my head on a platter. Wolfie, get your notebook out. As oh, much as we shit. can blame, as much as we can blame the Angels coaching for the Angels failures. You guys might know where I'm about to go with this. I honestly feel like Trout does have a part to play in it. I don't think he's that leader that they need and that he needs to be for them to fully succeed because look they've had the talent like come on they've had the fucking talent they've had the talent we we've gone into every year besides these last maybe couple of years we've gone into every year saying okay the angels might the angels might the angels might the angels might and we we see it when a team has talent and they don't win it's because they don't have the proper leadership and yeah their coaching could have been better but at the same time, Mike Trout, he just like just sits back and lets everything play out. He doesn't he doesn't take shit into his own hands, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he has great regular seasons, but it's the same thing I felt with as a Nationals fan with Bryce Harper, where yeah, we have just this talented player, but he's not being a leader. He's not getting a, like at some point when you're Mike Trout, you gotta sit there. And yell at these guys like, "I want to win! I want to win! What are we doing?" Like, we're never. I don't think we're ever gonna see that. I I see more of that in Bryce than in Mike. I don't know. I think Mike is happy to be. I just Ricky, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I see more of that in Bryce. I think I think Bryce. I think Bryce leadership. If he has any uh, deficiencies, it's because and well, you would know better than all of us here, but. I think he comes off abrasive. Like, I don't think he's just like, oh, all right, we lost 9-3, we're on an eight-game losing streak, ho-hum. Mike Trout gives off the impression to me, and this might be a hotter take, that he's just happy to be there. <laughs> hey, I wear, I wear a Major League Baseball uh, uniform. Yay, I'm, I got Trout on my back. Like, I mean, and I, I do this I, at the I Little League. I am like, the Angels. <laughs> he never I mean, come out. Oh, I, I mean, need... Okay. I need one Mike Trout sound soundbite where he's cursing somebody out. I don't care if it's a reporter. Just like, yo, I'm sick of life. you. I'm frustrated. I'm 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 tired of Yeah, he's set for he's set for life life. He's set for lives. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I need one moment where Mike Trout hit it pops up and on a pitch that he should have sent 450 and just breaks the bat. I need to see a Pete Alonzo moment from Mike Trout. Like, where is your where is your passion? I hate to say it. Where's your passion? Like, and he said he's set for life. Yes, that there's no doubt about it. He's set for life. But when you're Mike Trout, he would have been set for life on any fucking team he went to. But he he no. chose he chose the Angels. My my thing is like, you are hands down the best player that we've had in the last 10 years right you have the chance to be one one of if not the best player of all time he has the chance people will call him the my goat. thing is i, I just that. don't yeah, think he i just don't think he wants it because That's it's insane. like where's the frustration like you're 
you have all this the me the media attention's getting more and more as we go through this. I don't know if you guys notice. It's just more and more media outlets coming out saying, "Oh my God, the Angels are wasting Trout's career," and blah blah blah. And then other people are like, like you, Chris. They're like, "Oh yeah, well he's set for life." You know that that and that's good and that's fine. But when you're that kind of player, like. Where is that intensity? Where is that I want to win at? Because I promise you at any point in time in these last 10 years, if he would have been like overly passionate and led from the front, that one of those Angels teams would have went on a big run. Oh, yeah. But they don't rally around him. They don't. They don't rally around him. They have the talent, but they don't rally around him. The best leaders are the multimillionaires that could pull the guys making thousands of dollars. No, I agree. I'm just like he doesn't. Mm. That's maybe that's not him. He's maybe they need to bring in a judge to be that guy for them. Uh-huh. Bro, that that's a, such you know, an attractive place. Shohei on the way out. He gonna come. I can in. see it, it though, he, Chris. He, he I can, can see it. He could be no, a generational talent, but maybe he's not. He needs, he needs somebody to be in the in the lineup with you know in the clubhouse with him to be that guy. No. Like I'm as just saying, he's set for life, so maybe no. he just doesn't care anymore. Ricky no. knows like, I'm coming yeah. with the bullshit. No. Ricky knows I'm coming Dad, with the bullshit. You got, where's my <laughs> Ricky? You know I'm coming with the bullshit. He would leave the Yankees to go to Anaheim. With Shohei on the maybe way out a, the maybe, next year. Maybe he's a... He, right. You do know where, right. he, you know where he was born, right? I don't... He could go to San Fran. There's like mad Oakland. There's mad California teams in baseball. He got mad options. I'm just saying. Ain't I'm no saying, way in Frosty the Snowman hell he's going to Anaheim. He's not enjoying his time as a Yankee. I, you can see it with his body language and everything. He's most likely <laughs> done. Who said that? Who? Wait, wait. You said he's not. I want you to go and watch every time Aaron Judge has been asked if he's going to remain a Yankee, and I want you to give me that answer. It's all he has given all such to make the money, bro. It's all to make the money. Yo, make it seem like you, you don't want to come back. You got to maintain leverage. But you can't just be like, oh, I can't. I, I, yes, yes, I'll resign. I'll resign. <laughs> so put the, put the paper in front of me. I'll, yeah, you can't do that. You got to play the numbers. That's a better answer than the ones he's been given. Uh, he's, he's playing the corporate face of the franchise role. I get that. And he's also leveraging. Because you, you want to sound a little discontent when you have your payday coming up. I'm not just going to be like, oh, everything's great here. No. I'm going to make... As a matter of fact, if everything's great here, I'm still making up stuff. Oh, you know what? <laughs> nah, man. It's too cold. It's too chilly in here. They always got the, the heat on, on 70. I need it. Do you know what I mean? You're saying the like, Yankees compl- forgot to pay the heat bill? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying... They always put Aaron my Judges jersey go- in, like... Aaron Judge locker and they screw up our lockers. Like Aaron Judge is looking at possibly half a billion. Shoes, right? But I'm gonna, onto, I'm onto, making onto, mountains out of moles. That damn that shave. Yeah, right. On to the next take, though. <laughs> that might be legit. I want, I want <laughs> everyone to remember. So, Chris, we we went back, we went back two episodes for you, Chris, when. When you when you were talking the good stuff about the Guardians and it looks like it's holding true so far, there yep. there's something that I said that hasn't held true. I'm gonna swallow my pride here, and Ricky, I'm gonna apologize about the take that I gave on Jordan Memory. Now it's not the playoffs yet, so my full take isn't squandered yet. <laughs> but 
I said that the the Jordan Montgomery tree, that Jordan Monk. I was just basically saying the guy was irrelevant, and he's what a point three three ERA. He's having a good year. Whatever. I, I I admit my wrongs. I am a man of my word. I admit my wrongs. I feel like he's only going to get better. This is crazy. What I really want to talk about is I want to lead this into the Cardinals. And and Ricky, I kind of want you to lead me lead this off here. Let's talk about the Cardinals. What do we how are we feeling about them? We haven't really touched on them too much. Um best one two punch in the NL um with Goldie and uh and Nato. I don't think anybody could dispute that. Um Tommy Edmond is just mad fun, yo. Fun player. I love um, that guy. I, I love him too. I'm waiting on Tyler O'Neill to get on another hot run. He's a to me, he's the fourth guy in that mix that really is like someone that can I mean, we saw what he did last year. He hit like ha- almost half of his home runs in August, September. He went he went bananas. And of course, the best story out of all this is what Pujols is doing. And something tells me they get to the postseason. I think he's going to continue this. Yo, this is Genazequa coming out of St. Louis. And, um, yeah, you see what Joe Mo doing. He's, he's been amazing. I trust Adam Wayne right. right Joe Mo, um, we gave him a nickname now. Joe Mo. I mean, that's what I called him. I don't know. He may go by a new nickname now. He said, might have said, fuck New York completely. But, um, Jay Money. Jay, yeah, right? Some <laughs> fly shit. You probably got a chain with that. Um, but, yeah, man, like, I really like the, Card- the you know, the Cardinals. Are, you know, they got that that Patriot, New England Patriot kind of thing with them. Where they, you just can't sleep on them. They, they're just always in the mix. They, they, I, I, I always love that team. Um, and well, look, they, Chris, I like their bullpen situation too. Yeah, they're, 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 they're serious. Well, Chris, serious. you just had a fucking juice box, so why don't you tell us what you think? Yo, I was going to ask what is in that juice box. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, audience. What is in that I, I juice box? I was in a box? daze and I just saw Chris just pull up a juice box. That should look banging. <laughs> berry lemonade? Berry. Oh, no, no, no. Not berry good lemonade. lemonade. Berry good honest, lemonade. Berry, kids. berry fucking good lemonade. Yeah. No that added shit sugar. Should, that should probably hit like a bitch. I'm, I'm, already, been, I'm already high. That, that's like the perfect beverage. I like Amen. the it, I like so the Cardinals too. Right I think um you know talking about the first episode here we go again. Um and during that episode the Brewers were had just lost the division to the Cardinals. Um now you look at it I think the Cardinals are almost 5 games up, maybe 4 games up on the Brewers, so you know starting to create that gap. Um you know Albert Pujols people I want I hate to say it but you know he's who MLB is going to allow to be the first guy to hit seven home run, 700 home runs, you know? We talk about Barry Didn't you Bonds. roast the guy on Twitter? Didn't you roast yeah. the guy on Twitter? I, I actually got blocked Yo. on Twitter because this guy Uh-oh. this guy posted in, Put yourself March, on the fire. The David David Hill, he had posted uh, his, his website. We're not going to give any, any publicity here, but, you know, he's got a little website. <laughs> and he had said Pujols wasn't going to hit 700 home runs. And, you know, I think, honestly, the Cardinals might have played it smart. Um, you know, they, they played him a little bit more limited in the first half. The second half, they're like, all right, here's the run. Um, you know, all the guys you mentioned, plus they have other guys playing really well, like um, Noah Gorman's playing really well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they're, they got a pretty good bullpen. I would say, like, they're top 10, 
I'm Dylan Carlson so. uh, doing lately, by the way. Anybody Carlson? Know? Yeah. He's doing better than he was. Oh, yeah, because he started the year rough. Yeah, he was real. Rough. <laughs> it was rough. It but was he turned rough. same thing with O'Neal though. We t- they both turned it around. Or, and or better. Yeah, this could okay. be. Right. This could be. Um, you know, we call it the the year the Yankees trade away their players, and you know their players did better after they got traded away. You know, we've seen it again with Joey Gallo. What a shot. And then here we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. And Jordan what a Montgomery. Shot. He took a Met shot. He took yeah, a Yankee you, shot. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna go for this disrespect. No, no mo's. No here we go. He it's coming out. Go, go, go. Oh, it's been three episodes. Line. I'm of this Yankee slander. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna take this shit no more. From you motherfuckers. I wish I had the logo on this motherfucker. I'm gonna get a Yankee bonnet. That's for real. Anyway, men, protect your hair at night. Don't just sleep on uh, rough sheets and pillowcases. But damn it, it's coming. When, it, when I put it back on, just letting everybody know, I'm going on a real rant. I'm like, I thought I was about I'm, to be scolded. Oh, oh no! Nah, that that's a quick clean up your room, like you know what I mean. But if so I gotta bring door, that, like, yeah, if I gotta bring that back, I'll, I'm I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a Sean Clifton in my hand. I'm gonna have a fucking sandal. I'm beating ass. Anyway, uh, damn, had to always roundabout. But it would be crazy if we got a Cardinals Dodgers uh, NLCS. I'd be sick to my fucking stomach. Be I'd be sick. Be I'd be fucking up. sick. It would, but I'd be, I'd be like, all right. I'd Ooh. be dreading it. It's totally <laughs> I mean, what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, totally not what I want. <laughs> I I need that Mets Braves. Some some about that just screams at me. Or Mets Dodgers. I need the Mets. All right, Wolf, tell them. tell us about the Cardinals, Wolf. Honestly, yo, the Cardinals are a good team because when you actually look at that division, there's not much competition. But they actually made some moves with bringing in Montgomery, which was. Pretty much like a stellar move. It worked out so good for them. He's starting off four and zero with like a sub point five ERA. But the thing about the Cardinals is they already had pieces for the last couple years that just stepped up. One of them being Goldschmidt, who's having an MVP year. And all of us know that's my MVP. Dude, he's been good for a while, and you've brought it up in previous episodes. Like he's been like a dark horse Hall of Fame, and I'm like a a hundred. I'm gonna get into that another time. I'm Yo. 100%. Yeah, like you said, another time, but I'm on board with that. But they have Arenado stepping up. Uh, while he's not, I wouldn't say Love a big him. factor, Yachty is a good veteran player. You just need that one oh, yeah. veteran guy in the oh, team. Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah. Absolutely. And he's helping out with guys like Montgomery, veteran catcher. Montgomery's not all of a sudden going with Higgy or Chavino or the past where he's had Gary Sanchez. Uh, they also went out and got Quintana, like you guys said. Dakota Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've actually had, I have it right here, they've had Adam Wainwright as well, um, and they've had Miles Mikolas, who's also been pretty damn good this year. They've also Jack had Jack already had guy. Tommy, uh, Tommy John, right? Uh, is he out for the year, or, or what's up with that? I don't think he's out for the year. I thought it was till at least the playoffs. I could be wrong on that, unless he Ooh, got pushed back. They but get, they also have they Adam get him back, boy. And he's been pretty good, and he's been in their bullpen too, so they're like, they have pieces... Uh, Gallegos is back there. Uh, not Gallegos. Gal- uh, what's that one guy's name? Uh, Gal- not Gallegos. Oh my gosh. What, uh, Ryan Helsley is Gallegos, a Gallegos, whatever his name is. Uh, Hellas is back there. Uh, they still have Hicks back there too. 
Um, but between the bats and the team, DeJong's uh, coming back and he's hitting pretty well. They have like just a solid Holy. overall team. And compared to yeah. the Brewers in their division, look. like who's really going to face them? But the big matchup, well, they do play the Braves Everywhere coming up. You, you guys talked about the Braves in the playoffs. They play the Braves in the next series. So just wait till later this oh. week till they play the Braves. The next episode, we're going to come back. I need to clear down. my schedule for that one. Dude, just... the next episode, we're going to break that down because that is going to be some good baseball coming up. So that's going to be fireworks. And, you know, Ricky Ricky said this. I, I believe it was episode one where you said, like, you're really overly excited for the playoffs. And that, like, it feels like, you know, like you're a kid in a candy shop. I, I feel yeah. the same way. And I didn't feel this way until this streak. That With the every matchup. With every matchup. Like, I'm in that every possible now, scenario. For me, now that the Cardinals are winning, it's adding another layer to this these playoffs because the, the Cardinals sure. are a team that you really just can't count out. You can just never count out the Cardinals. Never. No. It, it's like the Red Sox. Like If the Red Sox are there, you just can't count them out. Okay. If the Cardinals yeah. are there... You can't count them out. If the Giants are there, you can't count them out. They're just teams that you just can't count out no matter what they have on the field. Now, their pitching does scare me a little bit. I don't think they have – again, Mon- I'm not shitting on Montgomery. Montgomery is great. I'm not shitting on him, but <laughs> their, yeah. their pitching does scare me. I, I, I don't – I feel like hitters are not going to be up there shaking in their boots in the box, uh, their, their opponents. But on the other end of the coin – Arnado and Goldschmidt are very locked in. They are. There's just something real scary about those two being locked in at the same time. At the their same fielding time. is like they're like from they third base to game. first base. Their fielding is locked in. Like you have, you see Goldschmidt just picking everything out of the dirt. Arnado's making ridiculous plays. Um, I Tommy Edmund, like listen, I'm. I, I'm in a I'm in a faithful relationship with a female, and I have a daughter. But listen, I have a huge crush on Tommy Edmund. That, Don't let Poppy Julio that hit that. That guy is good, man. That, that guy is a good baseball player. Don't let Julio hit it. But what I said about the Mets, what I said about the Mets also before can also be said about the Cardinals. I think the magic is there for them. They have Yadier Molina. They have Albert Pujols, and they have Adam Wainwright retiring after these playoffs. If you think they're not going to rally around that and raise a lot of hell, I, I just – I don't. It, it's making it a lot harder for me. Right now, I can't pick who's going to win the NL, let alone the World Series. Uh, but listen, Albert Pujols, one of my friends said this. One of the – he is the best, the best St. Louis Cardinals acqui- <laughs> trade deadline acquisition in the last 10 years. <laughs> Ten years. Oh, I gotta go through wow. that. Alright, mark it. Damn. Mark it down. Well, where, whatever. It down. Where, where, I gotta go. I gotta go through that one. That that is an extensive list. <laughs> if they, well, listen, but they don't I make a lot of moves you, either. They don't exactly. They don't make a lot of moves. So when you look at it and do the research I did, because when my friend said it to me, I was like, dude, what? No, that's that's a joke. And then you look, and it's like, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, what's I funny so. is I guess. that when they do make a deal, it's usually in the winter. They get they get to it that way that the, whoever they acquire is with them to start the year. They don't do a lot of midseason shakeups like that. They usually roll with who they got. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Does anyone have any final takes on the Cardinals before we uh, we move on? Yeah, I, I just think I, that um, you know, if you all Yadi needs to do in the playoffs is just get just throw one guy out. 
and then you know that just creates a big game win and then you know they get the ball rolling you could see it you know and you love to see things like that in the playoffs so Javi one Yadi throw one guy out Pujols hit a home run and Wayne Wright throws seven scoreless all in one Dude, game Yadi doesn't even need to get a hit basically just solid defense <laughs> and throw one guy yeah out. right honestly he, solid D if he goes 0 for 20 this hey, postseason, yo. and uh, I'm leaving that alone. I'm going to um, say 1 for 20. Give him that one. That one lucky. Uh, this one? Yeah, it'll be like a 28 mile power dribbler. Uh, <laughs> the guy tries to it. run up with it barehanded that, and misses it under gets, his hand. Yeah, like, yeah gets we'll fielded if he, and, the, and then the scorer still gives it a base hit. Yeah, like not <laughs> yeah. an error. Like, and okay. he was already like trailing really off of the, the baseline to go to the dugout. He's like, oh, whoa, okay, okay, I'm going to go back in. <laughs> Real quick. I the, used to really hate the Cardinals because if you guys remember in 2012 when the Cardinals did the Nationals absolutely horrendously dirty and like destroyed our hopes and dreams at a very young part of our dynasty. I mean, well, or not dynasty, whatever dynasty. you want to call it. Dynasty. Can, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I don't know what else what? to call. Like, like, uh, no, it definitely not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying they were a dynasty, like by definition. I'm just so saying bad. like that version of the franchise, the win, that winning part. Well, the yeah, we got crushed by the Cardinals, but then then we swept them in the NLCS in 2019, so it was great. So, Mets have their nightmare. That curveball that Wayne right through the uh, oh. Carlos Beltran is oh. still crazy. Oh, that that shit was. Remember when Luis Castillo dropped the ball? And he's and I know oh, like, Adam Wainwright is still. So I saw that clip this year. I was like, wow, Luis. I see the- that at least once a month. I feel like, and I'm just like, that happened, and I am. Dude, he's still pitching, though, Adam Wainwright. Yeah, that's amazing. You know what's one thing we all can agree on? Every baseball writer that had that's in the paper, they want they want the Cardinals to win. Because you oh. got three easy big storylines right in there with Wayno and Pujols and Yachty. Like I, I still even say Nolan. The story would be a even better Nolan. one. Right, right, right. But Goldie too. God, and so and like that I said, Goldie won a ring. He's in the Hall of Fame. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna we're gonna play a game that you know we we normally always we always play some kind of games because we're a bunch of jo- joking ass motherfuckers up in here. Pin the so tail of the donkey. what we're gonna do is will it, we're gonna call it this week? Will it continue? So mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. off, Albert Pujols, give a quick answer, give a quick sentence. Wolfie, will Albert Pujols continue and get the historic 700? You know what? I actually am going to say he is a couple reasons quickly. He's having one of the best OPS stretches and slugging percentage stretches he's ever actually had in his career. Entire. And I think it's to a point, too, where guys, I mean, probably all of us would do it, too, if we were in the majors. Dude, these old men are just snapping. Like, <laughs> dude, if you're a guy like, like uh, let's say the Cubs, Pirates, Reds in that division going by the Cardinals... You're probably just throwing that pole down the middle, just hoping that guy gets 700. How could you not at this point? You know, I'm going to say there's something in him, a little bit of magic. Maybe they're tossing in, the umpire tossing in a special ball every now and again. Albert Pujols, I actually think he will break that 700. There's just a part of me that wants it so bad. I don't think he's going to come back to break it, so if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year. But you know what? I I think he's going to do it. Mm. I think... um. Real quick yeah. to interject. Uh, I think he's going to do it because I believe in miracles. 
Um, <laughs> baseball, I don't know. It's just a feel-good sport. I really think it's going to happen. Um, and to Wolfie, to your point, I do think veteran pitchers are going to throw him more cookies. I don't. I can't see the young guys that's trying to make the make teams and. You know, they care a little no, more no, about no. their ERAs and numbers. I, I can't see them doing it. But, more close games. But guys that's established in the league that maybe even came up with pool holes, know them, got history, you know what I mean? Uh, I could definitely see them uh, maybe hanging their curveball a little bit, you know what I mean? Giving them a little, a little you know, oopsie, oopsie sliders. <laughs> Whoa, little cement, little, little <laughs> cement mixer. Chris, uh, Chris, what's your answer? Yeah, I mean... I mean, Phil's hitting 277 this year. Like, the guy is just, he's hitting well. He's, and I think, you know, the Cardinals played it right. They, they gave him well enough rest in the first half, and he's ready to go. He's he's on a hot streak. Like, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it during this streak. And I think, you know, he's got some, some they got some tougher games coming up. But he's also been clutching those tough games. Like, he, he, was the, he was the only run in the game that they won a few nights ago, which right. was Jordan Montgomery was pitching. Like it was a 1-0 game, and he hit the home run. Like he's hitting timely home runs. It's it's great to see, and I think you know baseball needs him to hit the 700 700 home run because they need that clean face to say we got somebody who didn't use steroids and hit 700. The irony, you know, yeah. We see that they uh, cut a Rod short. They I cut like Barry Bond short of 700. This is this is the guy. This is who we're gonna celebrate. And also you see like. Um, you know, at the All-Star game, like, look at what they did at the All-Star game. Like, everybody was all around Pujols. They loved it. And, um, yeah. you know, it's just that was dope. they want to see it more than anyone as well as the young players. So I, I, and I absolutely I like that. And I, I absolutely agree. Um, that was that was that was a really good take right there. I think baseball definitely does need this to happen. And I think baseball will make it happen. On top of that, Pujols is motivated for it to happen. I mean, like ben, like Wolfie yeah. said, um, or my bad, like you said, Chris, he's hitting 277. Yeah, he's. Ha- I mean, I know you and I. We look at these old guys and laugh at their stats all the time. I mean, this is this is another case. Mm. He's like how old now? Yeah, man. And he's hitting 277, and he should have actually has a legitimate chance. Because how much? Did, how many home runs does he need? Seven or eight? Five. Seven. No, I think no, six. I think he hit one tonight. Did he hit one tonight? He, he got like he's only Whoa. five away. I think, bro. He's only like five, six tops away. I think we're getting it, man. And it's not even far-fetched to say. He really can do it. He really can do it. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't hit one tonight, but just to give you an example of what I was saying, just a quick last thing, to add to his slugging percentage, yesterday and today he had doubles. So Look at that. Yeah. All right. So. And Wolfie, what about what about Josh Hader? Do you think his struggles continue? I'm gonna say they're gonna continue this year, but overall as a pitcher, there's no way this dude is all of a sudden just gonna pitch to a 12.0 ERA for like the rest of his career. There's got to be something wrong with him, whether it be tipping pitches or just not having the velocity or just having the yips or something. You're telling me all of a sudden one of the best relievers in baseball. Guys that were damn near going to win the Cy Young are all of a sudden going to pitch to, like, a double-digit ERA? You don't even have guys in the minors coming up pitching that level. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially because they many they went out and made the trade, maybe he's got some extra pressure on him. He's always played in Milwaukee. I, I'm not making an excuse for him because clearly there was something wrong even before he left to go to San Diego. But there's got to be something 
mechanically wrong or mentally wrong. Because a guy like that, there's no way he's going to pitch like that for the rest of his career. I don't know if he needs time off, a different coach, just surgery. Maybe there's something wrong they haven't found yet. But do I think he's going to do it next week? No. But next year or even the year after that, he's got to turn it around somehow. He's just too good to not to. Chris? Yeah, I mean, this year, you know, what's missing is he's just not striking out as many people. And it's it's what I what scares me the most about him is them giving him a demotion. You know, sometimes you see when closers get that demotion, they just never are themselves again, which is kind of scary. Not saying that, you know, his stuff – we all agree his stuff is great when he's great, but, like, he's just not striking people out this year. That's what makes closers dominant, you know? Like, look at Papelbon in the playoffs. In the three years he didn't have any runs given up. Like, he – they had his stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. So I just think, you know, it's it's deserved to get the demotion. It's what I – what scares me is the demotion itself because some guys just don't bounce back. You know, you love to see him bounce back because they just traded for him, you know. But I think it's the downfall of the Padres, you know. Soto, or not Soto, but Tatis, and now, you know, haters not panning out, and it's it's tough to see. Another sad ending to the Padres this year. Yeah, I can see the writing on the wall for that. I don't think he gets better either. I honestly die. I don't even like the guy, so I'm not ruined for it either. So, fuck Josh Hader. He's a choke job. I mean, he notoriously chokes, too. So even if he does, I think, pick it up in the regular season, he's not really. I don't think he's going to do them justice in the offseason. He, uh, he's blowing a lot of he's, – he's blowing a lot. I'm not wrong there. So, uh, so, Wolfie, Aaron Judge, do you think Aaron Judge closes this year on the right note? As in, absolutely, he can stays hot through the rest of the year, dude. Absolutely, you know what it is too. The factor with him has always been about health. Yes, there was always that you know big strike zone. He strikes out a lot. You know, Ricky, we talked about this episodes ago too. He's he's basically a Goliath with that strike zone, so you can't even like take that into the factor. He's always had the power. He's always been a clutch player. His average has been up this year. He actually went out and played center field for most of the year and was great at it. He, and he wanted to play it, too. He was all about it. And he's got great speed because he's... Dude, he's, he's like, every two steps of his is, like, one of someone else's. Like you said, health-wise and all that, do we want them doing it every day? But at the same time, he's proved it. And even with his, like, couple, like, series stretches, like, ever, like even the other day, it's like, you know, uh, the talk before the Subway Series, because he did have some home runs there, was, oh, you know, he's gone, like, a few games without home runs. It's like, dude, the guy almost has 50 home runs. Like, so what? He hasn't gone, like, two or three games without a home run. He's still one of the best players in baseball. So even if he doesn't go on and, like, oh, my God, he's not hitting 60 home runs. Like, as of right now, there's no way he's not going on a high note. He will have a decent average. He'll... <laughs> lead the Yankees to, he'll turn it around to be honest and lead the Yankees to a playoff run and yeah I think he's going to be fine the rest of the year he's going to be what he's been all year I agree Ricky what do you think <laughs> am I the only one seeing that <laughs> yo Chris talk to us yo what up Rick uh, you know uh, we all see Judge as the MVP well I didn't see him as the MVP but you know I think 
The Yankees are going to need him to play well, and he's he is playing for that contract, and this is when the Yankees need him most, and he's going to have to prove that he's that guy that can do it for the Yankees. So I can see him I, – honestly, I I can see him pulling it off and, and doing well, but <laughs> what did you do? What? Oh, yeah, this is the rest of the podcast. Bro. Yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to – I'm going to have to say that I think uh, Aaron Judge does continue on here. I think, uh, you know, it's just you guys, you guys know that I'm a, I'm a believer in Aaron Judge. And I, I think to what Wolfie says, I think he's proven that he's going to be healthy for the rest of the year. And even if he does get hurt, I think he'll, he'll be the guy to play through the injury. So. Tell <laughs> <laughs> So Wolfie, what about what about Cody Bellinger? Do you think Cody Bellinger is going to continue to struggle? And I don't just say this year; I mean for the rest of his career. Do you think the story is cooked? I'll say this: I don't think he's going to get back to the MVP status. I do think there's hope that he could be a better player, but between him and Yelich that year, something's different. I don't know if it's the baseballs. Obviously, their play has been affected. But I don't think they're ever going to get to that point where they're hitting 40-plus home runs a year, you know, up 300 close batting average. If anything, he might hit, like, mid-250s, you know, maybe get back to a point where he's hitting 25, 30 home runs. But I'll be honest, I actually think he might be, I don't want to say a bust, not at all. But are we talking back to an MVP Cody Bellinger? I don't know. I don't think it's there. Unless maybe going to a new team, getting some different coaching on him might improve him, you know, stick him in a straight DH spot or, you know, a position that he, you know, can actually be serviceable in and not have to worry about playing different outfield positions or whatnot or switching to just DH. But to go back to an MVP Bellinger, I think that time is come and gone. As much as I would like to see him, he was a, you know, up and coming star facing baseball. I don't think we're getting that anymore. Yo, Chris, what do you think? Um, you know, I think he's... It's one thing to be in a slump, but to do this, you know, consecutively, you know, it's kind of... I don't know, you, you're playing... You see the Dodgers now playing Thompson more than you they play Bellinger. Late, as of lately, you know, they just benched Bellinger last week or the week before, and... It's just, again, it's a sad... You got a shower cap too? Nice. <laughs> um, oh, we missed his rant. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. I like Bellinger. I think I think Bellinger, you know, he was in that video game. I think he just, the kid, I think he just needs to mature maybe. You know, he smokes too much weed maybe out in L.A. I don't know. I think, no, you know. there's a part of me that was thinking that. He's throwing off so his hand-eye coordination. Yeah, maybe he's throwing off his hand-eye coordination. It is legal out there, so maybe they allow the players to. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into the future. Listen, I'm holding scissors very dangerously. I'm holding scissors dangerously. You're supposed to hold them like this. I'm holding them like this. Cody Bellinger will be an MVP again. That's all I gotta say. I have a feeling Josh Donaldson could be an MVP the same amount. Of I I just sure. I I don't. No, dude, I'm, I mean, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't don't hold me to that. 
He's one of the most athletic guys in the outfield. Um, he's a lefty bat, uh, power lefty bat. He's still hitting home runs. I, when I look at it, I just see it as a really long slump. I mean, we know the talent's there. We all know the talent's there. And it's the Dodgers. They're going to continuously be having people in front of him trying to help him with his game. I think he locks back in. I think he needs to lay off the weed. Uh, definitely That's needs what to lay I'm off saying. the weed because he's he'd be high as shit. That's but what, uh, what about no way he's to, to end this segment, the Tampa Bay Rays, Wolfie? Are they going to continue to stay hot? Are they going to make themselves a threat like they always do? I'm going to say no. And the reason being is that they're going to be a team that might be competing for the playoffs because of that third place wild card. But overall, they're just not like what they were doing last year. Uh, their manager was getting away with some stuff that wasn't working for other teams. And at the time, you know, an opener here and there using the bullpen in different ways was helping. While they are keeping up in the division, I don't think they're doing anything spectacular. Uh, when it comes to Toronto, I mean, even the, the Orioles in the last three weeks have actually gone up and down with them. Uh, if that's the case... I just don't see them going farther than what they are. Plus, they don't really have that, like, star player anymore where it's like... And they really haven't in general. Even when their pitching has been pretty good, but guys have been hurt here and there. With uh, McClanahan's been doing good. Um, they had a... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's his name? Shane... Uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right. No, no, no. Not McClanahan. Uh, what's the other guy? that? Uh, Glasnow. Glasnow. I'm sorry. Tyler Glasnow. He was hard, hurt for most of the year. So, like, they had guys that were like pitching wise good getting them through the year but they're at that point now where they're just lacking that like star couple bats and you know they're just they're scraping by but they're not doing anything special in my opinion what about you chris uh, i think you know i think what's what they do the best is they just play team baseball and you know they can get hot and just play with more chemistry than anybody and you know if they they're only don't they're only like eight seven eight games back from the Yankees I think maybe even less by now um and it's all year they were behind way more so I think you know to to your point Wolfie I think what what they are lacking is a big home run hitter yeah they have guys with like you know a Roseran and you have uh, Paradis and you have um you know they have uh, what's his face uh Choi Choi. Yeah. G-Man Choi. Um, so you got you got those guys, but they don't have a guy who's you know in the twenty, the high twenties, the high thirties. So they lack that, but they they do hit timely. You know they have guys like Yandy Davis who are who's or Yandy Diaz who's you know hitting really well. He's playing good defense. Um, I do like their ace. I do like Shane. I think um, you know McCallahan is legit. Like he's can give you eight innings, ten Ks in a game. Like he can do it, um, and they they do have a good bullpen because they do play that bullpen game. You know, they do that all season, so they have Springs, a very tough Devereux. bullpen. They're they're the thing about their bullpen stats is it's it's always different. It's always going to be skewed because they have that one game or two games they they don't pitch traditionally. So I think you know their bullpen is pretty solid, and come playoff times, they don't really necessarily need that to them to go that that whole full game so um you know again it goes all goes back to what see 
what the Yankees do with Judge and or what the Judge does in this last stretch and the Yankees do. Um, but you know, who would who's to say that the the Rays don't come back and, and take the East? Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I am frankly tired of the Rays. I mean, in my opinion, I just their existence bothers me because it's similar to the athletics where, you know, they're not. I mean, it's different because obviously they're doing better than the athletics like night and day. I think they're they're both running the same strategy, but the Rays are doing way better. So much better. Uh, My thing about it is Tropicana Field is like the worst ballpark in the entire league. And their fans don't show up. And well, I also have seen articles where they can't show up. It's it's hard to get there. I, I whatever. But the Rays do have a deep lineup. They have a lot of good pitching. Tyler Glasnow wants to come back. I just it. I, there's. I don't know if I don't know if it's enough this year. I don't know if it's enough this year. I I I, I can't see them beating the Yankees or the Astros. I think maybe they get. Uh, a round one win against maybe maybe the Mariners, maybe the Twin or maybe the Guardians, maybe the Mariners, maybe uh, the Blue Jays, maybe. But I, I don't see them beating the Yankees or the Astros. So no, you know with the, with, no with all that, guys, I think what's the I think this is a successful episode three. What's the Rays yeah, versus Yankees record? Yo, everybody's been rolling. Hell yeah. So, you know, with that being said, let's give some final takes. Let's get on out of here. So, so Chris, what are you, what are you going to leave us with? I'm going to leave us with, wow, you just threw me way off at that. <laughs> well, uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll take over. I'll, I'll pass it to you, Chris. I'll pass it to you. Yeah, I'm just going right, to leave right, it with a quick hot take. The Mets are 79 and 46 right now. There's 37 games left go. in their schedule. I gotta end with a Met take. We haven't talked Mets the whole thing. I have. I've been so depressed. I haven't even wanted to talk Mets. But we're gonna leave on a hot Mets take. I'm. I'm ready to roll right now. I'm off the on caffeine. Mets take. 79 wins already. You got 37 games left. If you go 21 and 16, which is only five games above 500 for the rest of the year, you're a hundred win team. Five games above 500, and they have one of the easiest ending schedules in baseball. I'm not saying they're going to win, you know, 30 and 7, but even if you go 21 and 16, you're a 100 win team. There's only one problem, though. It's not the Mets collapse that everybody keeps hoping for. I know you're dying for it, Saxby. You don't want to say it. I know you're dying for it. It's Listen, not- when the Nationals aren't in it, I'm just a fan of baseball. So if, it's, if, if the Mets are, it's going to be a good story. No, I don't want them to win the World Series, but I wouldn't mind it. I but, wouldn't mind them going far. You know what it is, though? It's not even just the Mets. It's the Braves. The Braves are so hot right now. I think they're 50-14, and 14, if I'm not mistaken, since June 1st. It's not the Mets collapse that everybody's thinking that's going to happen. It's the Braves just being the World Series contender of 2021, stepping up and finally taking over. It's going to come down to the wire. I don't think it's going to be a sure thing one or the other. One team's going to not win by five games. The other team's not. By the way, they play each other the last series of the year. So all I'm going to say this right now, Mets, if you're going to do anything right now, just play at least above 500 baseball and just win out the year. 
But Chris, that being said, back to you, bud. Yeah, my final take is, um, you know, shout out to them, MLB, making a good play, a good rule change. That's not a rule change, but a schedule change next year. Um, all thirty play, all thirty teams will play one another next year. Thought that's really cool. They also Even gave each team, each team got rivals. So you know, looks like I can't be a, you know, I can't really root for Ronald Acuna anymore because the Braves are are now the NL rival of the Red Sox as of next year. So. Um, you know, hate to see it. You know, we wish we got a, a worse rival, but it should be some good baseball between our new rival. Um, but yeah, I think that's you know that's a good change. That's a good change for baseball because they should be playing all thirty teams. I agree. You know, they should all be playing each other. So, um, you know, I would say the the last big change was when the Astros moved from the NL to the AL. So, or well, I mean, the DH rule is is great too. Yeah, why can't Albert Pujols play next year? Because, I mean, there's a DH in the NL, so maybe, you know, that's probably why the it's St. Louis brought him back. Done. Dude, well, Albert Pujols is so run down and so past what he was probably supposed to play, man. I can see him coming back if he does miss 700 if the Cardinals, like, Actually, no. You know what? I, I don't see him coming back. I nah, well, to, get, to give my final he's take, he's to get my final take, you know, the Nationals are the Nationals are forty-two and eighty-three. You know, they're only thirty-seven games back. We have we have a you know a decent away record of twenty-three and thirty-nine. We have a run differential of negative two oh nine. You know, we're on a win streak right now. We just won one in a row. Uh, we're four and six in our last ten. We've allowed six hundred and seventy-five runs, and but we've scored four hundred and sixty-six. So with that being said, everybody have a good night. Believe in the Nationals. Everything I just said. Thank you for listening. This was another edition of High and Inside. Episode 3. Please like. Please subscribe. Please run it up. This was fun, and we're going to keep bringing it. Have a good night. I shut down my screen early because that's what most National fans did 20 games ago. (laughs) Let's get it.